Hello everybody and welcome to the first ever episode of the Antpod. What is the Antpod? Well, this is what this episode is for. This is an introduction episode to my new podcast that I have together with my Instagram followers decided to call the Antpod. Well, of course, short for the Ant Podcast. Why do I start this podcast today? Well, I am an ant keeper and I have kept ants since 2018 and I feel like I have quite a lot of knowledge. And of course I make YouTube videos every single week and some of them are up to 20 to 30 minutes long. But to be honest, most of them are just about my colonies and I don't really do that many tutorials because, well, tutorials is not that exciting for me as a YouTube creator. But I still have a lot of knowledge that I really want to share. And well, this is why I have started this podcast. Most of my episode will be around talking with other people like I'm currently in the making of a YouTube with Ants Britannia together with Ants Scandinavia to hear what they are doing and why they're not on YouTube at the moment. And well, that is what I will try to do. I will try to get in contact with a few people. I may just sit and talk like this episode right here. But I don't know, I just feel like I have a lot of knowledge and I just kind of want to share it. I have recently started doing some Danish TikTok and it's been quite fun for me to just share my ant knowledge to all these people who don't know anything about ants and I just feel like I want to do that more but I don't just want to do TikToks because TikToks in my case at least are fairly simple things like test tube setups, what are an ant queen, how do an ant queen be born, I mean how, how does she just appear, how does elate and drones and all of this work and that is quite simple and I've now answered that a hundred times on my Danish TikTok and I now have 1000 new followers that want to know the same thing. So therefore, I don't know, I'm just, I want to get out of with some of my ant knowledge and I thought it would be perfect to start a podcast and just share my knowledge. Like I said before, I kind of have some plans to interview different people. I want to chat with aesthetic ants because we have been chatting quite a lot. We often just sit and, or I mean not often, I mean we have had these phone calls here and there where we just sit and chat and ask how, how stuff is going. I've also had a few chats with Wakushi doing the different experiments I've been doing and just sitting and chatting and I feel like I want to do more of that. But why just do it in privately when I can share it online to people who may also be interested? And that is where this podcast comes into place. And if I talk quite fast or you hear background noises and whatsoever, Please let me know because this is my first ever podcast that I'm doing single-handed. I have been in Formicast a few times, one where it was a proper interview and a few panelists here and there where I've been a panelist and I've been sitting and chatting a little bit. But it's one thing to sit and chat with a few people like in the panelists or where I'm just sitting and chatting with Durka, the host of Formicast. But it's a whole nother thing to sit in my room and just look at my audio waves go up and down as I talk, like I'm currently just sitting and doing. And therefore I'm also just, I'm a, I'm a little bit itchy because, well, it's the first time I just sit and talk for I don't know how long. I'm aiming for this little podcast to be around 30 minutes long. And well, I think I've shared a little bit about why I've started this podcast and why I want to do this podcast. My plans are just to share some of my knowledge and just to chat with the people out there who wants to be chatted with. I mean, I want to chat with all of these people, but I don't see a reason to do it on YouTube Live because, well, YouTube Live is one thing. I use that to kind of get in touch with the fans and you guys, and I use this to 
yeah, get some more personal connections. But when I have a stream, I have often thought of making it to a podcast, but you, you just can't really make a stream to a podcast where I sit and read the questions, at least. I don't think it would be too good. As a person that sits in a car and listens to the podcast, it would be quite weird if I just sit and answer YouTube questions. At least then I should read them out loud and then explain my answer. And I just think it's one thing to do YouTube lives, at least on the end hall of our YouTube channel. And I just don't think it will fit too greatly into the podcast format. And therefore I've started this podcast. And yeah, that has been a little bit about why I wanted to start this podcast now. To all of you who don't know me, I am Ant Holfer, also known as Alex, and I have been a co-host in the podcast called The Antcast. Now, I love The Antcast, and I've myself been listening to the episodes over and over. I mean, not over and over, I think I've heard all four episodes like three times, but it's some great listens, and it's just quite sad that due to JB being quite busy and Jake being quite busy with his education, JB is out working, and Hood is always ready uh, he, he's always uh, waiting to do another podcast almost but uh, it's just been quite hard to make a podcast with four people because we all four really wants to be in the podcast and then we also want a fifth guest and it's been a whole thing to get all people together and that's basically why the podcast just haven't been working it was too large and i was just sitting and i didn't chat though i didn't get all all the words out that i wanted to say because i want to chat even though even though we are only me and you right now, I mean it's it's very personal. I'm just sitting here, and I'm I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just looking at the audio waves. But yeah, a little bit about me. So most of you will probably know me from the Ant Hall for YouTube channel. But I don't know how know you how much you know about me. I am uh, eight. I'm not 18 years old anymore. I'm 20 years old, and I'm from Denmark, and I've been keeping ants since 2018. I am on Team Exotics, meaning that I have a lot of exotic species, but then again in Europe, and even if I get a colony from Germany, that is considered exotic, as that colony in Germany not live in Denmark. Like my Mesobarbers, I mean Mesobarbers is quite common overall in Europe, but they are not in Denmark, and therefore I have an exotic species just by having Mesobarbers. So I am Team Exotic, and I'm sorry for all of you Team Natives out there, and uh, did a, a podcast on the Antcast, I think it was episode 4 where we chatted quite a lot about, well, the perks and the disadvantages of exotic and native ant keeping. And uh, I don't want to go into that too much here. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm team exotic because, well, I have quite a lot of exotic species. I have, yeah, you know what, let's just say, the, let's just talk about the ants I currently have. I have a Formica colony and I, no, 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 let's not go into all of that because, yeah, that's not too much about me. That's just about all my ants and... I think that's for another episode, I mean, well, maybe it's not because, well, this is just uh, me sitting and ta talking, so... Yeah, you know what, let's go through all the colonies. Uh, luckily, I do have a little note on my phone with all my colonies because quite a few people have been asking for what colonies do I keep. And I have the note called Ants I currently own. So currently I have Lacius Niger and I have my whole Lacius Niger experiment 2021 going on, meaning I have... 19 colonies in total, I think. Then I also have a Lacius Flavus colony with currently four queens, although two of the queens have been chopped up into pieces. I mean, they have, their legs have been cut off, so not, not too good. Well, it's not going too good for those queens, but I mean, though I do have four queens. Currently, I also have a Lacius Phylogenosis colony. 
They are in the founding stages. They have got their host workers and the queen have laid eggs. And there we are. That's where we are today. Then I have my ever-troubling Mimikaruba colony. It has been such a up and down since I, the day I got them. Put them in a nice natural formicarium. The natural formicarium ended up being a total failure with mold all over the place and I had to evacuate the colony out of that natural formicarium. And now today they are in a high-tech ant setup, but no they are not. Because in the high-tech ant setup I kept watering the sponge and it, get, it got the humidity I wanted for the colony. But the sponge got dry quite quick and sometimes I forgot to water it almost every day. And if I didn't water it every day, I, yeah, the colony starts to evacuate out into the outworld where they have a test tube that they just decided to move into. So my spare aesthetic ants medium meshness would have been perfect for the Mimikaruba colony as it has another kind of hydration system because it has a big cotton system, meaning I can just fill up the cotton with water. And that worked out brilliantly with my Lacious Niger colony, my 2020, 2020 Lacious Niger colony. So this, I decided together with Mr. EA himself that it would probably be better for me to move my Mimikaruba colony into the medium mesh nest. And they're currently moving. I just took a look at them for the first time in a few days and they have all moved except a few workers in the old nest. But I think it should be quite clear or it should be quite easy to clear out that. And that has been a little about my Mimikaruba colony. What's another colony I have? I have my massive Mesabarbaros colony. So for those who are both new to me or just a fairly new subscriber, I have a massive Mesabarbaros colony with over 5,000 workers, probably even more today. They are completely amazing and they are so huge. And every time I do a video on them on TikTok, it, uh, it goes a little bit... Uh, it, it's a lot easier to get a good video on TikTok with my Mesabarbaros colony than with any of my other ant colonies, just because they are so large and so crazy. And you know, even though it's my biggest colony and every time I do a video on YouTube, they go crazy. I mean, it's my most watched video is about Mesabarbaros, my second and now my fourth as well, I think. Uh, so Mesabarbaros is really good for YouTube at least, but it's it's another it's one thing to get a giant colony and just keep them. It has been amazing for me to learn how I do that and how to keep a massive colony. But you just get another bond with a colony where you see them grow from a one queen colony to a one queen and thousand worker colony. And therefore I'm not that motivated to make YouTube videos on them because I don't quite know what to show. But also I have, have had a few old Mesobarbaros colonies. Or at least I had one other Mesobarbaros colony and that just went so horribly wrong that I made a, everything I did wrong on my Mesobarbaros. And that is my most, most watched YouTube video at the time of recording. So yeah, quite a insane story about my Mr. Barbers. I mean, if you haven't checked out any of the videos of them, I think it's, it's a brilliant watch. I am really proud of the videos. I have made some extra special editing about them and both of my Mr. Barbers videos are, I think, around 20 minutes. So it's a good long watch if you watch, if you like a good long watch, like a podcast, of course. Podcast is audio and YouTube is not audio, it's audio and video. Now my next colony is my Campinotus Herculinus. And I don't know, it's, uh, they have, it's been a really crazy trip for them as well. To be honest, most of my colonies just have just been in s through some insane things. My Campanotus Herculinus, I got them with five workers during hibernation. One died after hibernation, another died. They were down to three workers. 
Last year I had my whole Camper Notice curse, but I won't go too much into detail. I mean, this is a podcast, this is where I should go into detail. So, you know, I'm gonna put my phone away and go into detail about that. Yeah, sorry for the little bum right there. Also, I am really, uh, at the moment, I just, my breath is really up and down. Even when I'm recording voice hours for my own videos, it's just... <sighs> so, yeah, sorry for the uh, ASMR breathing in the, the microphone. But yeah, I got a Camper Notice Vegas colony in 2018 and the colony did quite well. I mean, they never grew. I got them with like 10 larvae or something and they got into pupae stage and then they had to work us. Then the queen laid some eggs. We had hibernation. Hibernation was over. The queen has eaten her eggs. She laid a new batch of eggs. The legs turned into larvae, I think. It's, it's so long ago. We're in 2019 at the moment. And... Halfway through 2019, I think. Yeah, it must be 2019. Uh, I just uh, moved the colony into a nest that was not the correct nest. I used that dick fix nest and they just didn't dig. And it was just so much up and down. And at the end, I think the queen just died of stress. It has been such a bad time for her the last few months. And I did so many mistakes. I mean, to be honest, I also did make a video about all the mistakes I did with my camp in Otis Vegas. Or at least I did a recap from episode 1 to episode 6 of everything that went wrong or everything that happened up to the day where they were dead. So yeah, that was a bad situation, especially because the queen never laid a single egg that turned into a worker in that half, um, almost one year time period where I had the colony. And then during 2019, I got my campano... Oh, I'm getting the years wrong. Uh, maybe it was 20... I think it was late 2019. That doesn't sound right. It must be 20. Wait, I think my Caminotus Vegas died in 19. So it must be 20. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, 2020. That's where Nino Tuno uh, contacted me regarding uh, she wanted to sponsor a Caminotus Floyd Dinos colony to me. And this was the first ever like sponsor I got. And I was so excited. And then I read on the species and they were fast growing like Caminotus nicoparensis. And I was so excited to get them. And then I got them. And they were amazing. The queen was aggressive. The workers were aggressive. They were amazing to look at. And I decided, you know, it's quite hard to feed them in a test tube. That's before I started using uh, outwalls all day, every day. So therefore, I just moved them into a little high-to-gans nest. And then I connected an outworld and I fed them in the outworld. And it was great times. And then the worker died. But that's okay because the queen had a lot of larvae. And the queen was a big, fat gaster. She had a massive gaster and was truly amazing to look at. They took the fruit flies I gave them, they took everything, then another worker died, but they took everything, it was amazing to look at, then they ate all the larvae, but they took everything and they kept eating everything and they were amazing to look at, then they lay a new batch of eggs and eat, ate that new batch of eggs and yeah, slowly all of the colony died out and it was quite sad because at the last, I finally, I, I, the larvae finally got into egg stage, or wait, the eggs finally got into larvae stage. At, uh, at the last few weeks where the queen was single and alive and right it was five massive larvae when the queen sadly died and I was I was really sad because well I had rooted for this queen for so long and yeah I was really sad because I just felt so disappointed and I just disappointed Nino Toto she had given me this colony and I had documented them and I had failed they had died so yeah, it was quite sad. It's a, quite a sad moment for me. 
also then I just, yeah, I just never really made a video about it. I, I think I'll make a video later this year talking about the species I lost or at least the colonies I lost because I do think that I should pay my respect and showcase. I mean, I don't have video of the dead queens, but chat about it like I'm doing right now. And yeah, my Campanotus, I also got them. My Campanotus Hercolinus, I got them a little bit later than my Campanotus Floridanus, but they were living together. And while... No, I think actually I got my Campanotus Hercolinus first, but they were in hibernation while everything happened with my Floridanus. And once the Campanotus Hercolinus exited the hibernation, one worker had died, another worker died, I think a week after hibernation, and I was just seeing the same repeat for the third time. Campanotus colony doing badly, slowly dying out. None of this was a fast, instant stress to death. It happened over half a year with all the different Campanotus colonies. And yeah, it was quite a sad moment for me. But then suddenly, the Campanotus Herculinus queen started to wake up. She started to lay a new batch of eggs and the larvae grew into pupae. And from a three-worker colony, uh, doing, she had five when I got them, lost one during hibernation, lost one a few weeks later. So they were down to three. Then a new worker enclosed, four, a new, five, a new, six. And after a week of just enclosing, and I think it was a month of just enclosing, the colony was up to 18 workers. Completely amazing, 18 workers. I was just so amazed and I decided, you know, I think I'm gonna move them into a new test tube because I had to record them. And then after that, I think I would move them into a nest once they grew out of that test tube. So I connected the two test tubes and they started moving. It went quite bad. It was a hot summer day. And the next day when I got home from work, the entire colony had died. The test tube was connected, dead colony. I think we had four workers that were dead in the new test tube and the queen and all the larvae and everything was dead in the old test tube. And I posted a long Instagram story, a really sad day for me. People were supportive, it, yeah. a really bad day for me, but I just didn't want to throw the colony out. I had. They were the colony that broke my Campanotus curse. I had loved them so much. I had rooted them for some so much. My Vegas colony died. My Freud Diana's colony died. I wished that this colony would have been the massive colony I had hoped it would be, but they were just dead. But I couldn't give up on them. So I grabbed myself a little outworld and just dumped the colony in the outworld because in my head, initially when I saw them, I saw some just some hum I saw some Signs of water with a water, I don't know, I'm not too sure what's called. There were bubbles on the side of the test tube. So I had, I thought they had drowned without any water being there, but it, the things didn't add up. I talked with a few people, it just didn't add up. How would the colony have died in the new test tube? Because that, the new test tube didn't have water, but they had somehow drowned in the old test tube. It just didn't add up. But then I got in and looked at the colony, the dead colony, in the outworld. And I started seeing a few legs being twitched a little bit. It was like a little spasm, like, oh, like if you kill, kill a mealworms, the legs still twitch a little bit. And I was like, what? And I made a new story and people were like, what? And what? And what? And what? And, what? and over the next few hours, it was just such a, such a long and weird day because at the end of the day, I had, or not at the end of the day, the end of the day after I had myself a Campanotus Vegas, no, a Campanotus Hercolinus colony. Live, alive, I mean, they were weird, 
but they were alive. So I connected up the nest I wanted to connect them because I didn't want them to move into a test tube after all of this. They moved into the nest and they are now in the high tech ants. What are they called? Plaster nest, plaster nest. And they are doing quite well. Since that day, a lot of people have been wanting updates on what has been going on. Have they died? Have they grown a lot? Have What has going, been going on? And there's been zero things to update on. I lost two workers, so they were from 18 down to 16 workers. I am thinking that this was two of the five in uh, two of the three remaining nanitics that had died out. So it all made sense that, well, now they're down to 16. And it wouldn't surprise me if they go down to 15 because then the last nanitic have died. But uh, the, the brood has just kind of stopped. It is in the larvae stage. I feed them. I don't really see them out in the outworld. I am not too sure what to do, to be honest, because I don't see them in the outworld, but I think they go out and take the food because I see them drinking war. And to be honest, sitting here and thinking about it, I'm not too sure. There is still quite a big possibility that they have been brain, that they have taken brain damage after being cooked and being dead and then being alive again. But if you want the full story, I think you should check out my video. I think it's episode 6 of my Campanotus Herculinus colony. It has quite a nice some thumbnail with a dead skull at least, so it won't be hard to find on YouTube at least. Um, but yeah, that's been a little story about my Campanotus curse and my Campanotus Herculinus. Now, the next Campanotus I have is Campanotus Lignoperda. This is a little experiment I'm going currently with where I have three different Campanotus Lignoperda queens in three different test tubes, all connected, but they are not able to escape the test tube. When I initially showed this experiment on YouTube, I got the idea from a kosher who got it from another person. But the same day as I started the experiment, kinda, I talked with Ants Netherlands 18 from Instagram. Yeah, he's now 18. Congratulations uh, to you. Um, at the time of recording, it's only like two weeks ago since uh, that happened. So, so yeah, congrats. And well, we we had a different chats. Would it work? Would it not work? Let, I don't know. Just, just let's just let's just find out. And today, there is three workers going in all three test tubes, feeding all three queens. Although all three workers is from colony B, and they have taken all of the brood from all five, all three test tubes and put it all in colony B. And the colony B queen is definitely the biggest at least on the gaster wise but they're on all three test tubes and feeding all three all three queens so that is quite nice and i'm looking forward to making an update on it but right now i just uh, don't have time i have too many videos in the making i think i have eight videos that i'm currently making and at the time at, at the moment i only make one video a week so it's uh it's not too good but i mean they, they are doing quite well uh, but again they're just kind of in the middle stage of making brood without the brood growing up. Now, the next colony on my list is my Campanotus nicoparensis. This is the newest colony I got in my ankeeping room, and I just got them, I think a month ago, I think, and, uh, something like that. And they had 10 workers, and I think they're up to 13 workers now. They're in a aesthetic, a uh, little aesthetic box. Uh, what is it called? It's called it's called a mini, a mini what? A mini what? I can't remember. The mini outworld from aesthetic ants. And they're doing quite well. They're out feasting when I give them food, and they're in the test tube when I'm not giving them food. And I don't know, no bad things, no good things. It's quite a new colony. It's just looking quite well for them. Wow, next on my list is my Tetramorium Caspitum. That's also a colony that pretty much no one knows I have. Uh, I got the queen, that was the first queen I captured this year. Got her, forgot to record her because I had too many things in the making. Put her in a test tube. Now she has workers and I'm feeding her and 
I think she has laid a new pile of eggs, although I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty sure that there is a new pile of eggs as well. So it's looking good for that colony. Again, needs to do an update, but I haven't done an update. Next on my list is my Formica Fusca. Not so much to say, they're just really weird. Uh, the queen goes out in the outworld like on a daily basis. It's a four queen colony. And they're also almost all the time living in my four-way connector from high-tech ants. Although they have established a big garbage area inside the four-way connector, so I really need to disconnect that, empty it and maybe reconnect it, not too sure. It's not too optimal. Uh, I, they don't seem to be too happy in their nest from Ants of Europe. But again, I have read online since I put them in that nest that Formicofusca generally don't like acrylic nest and it's acrylic nest. So that may be the reason why. I don't know, the queens just always seems to be in the switch box and then when I get in the room, they come running back into the nest and all hell breaks loose because, well, the switch box or the four-way connector is not in the dark. So when I turn my room on, so when I turn my light on in the end room, they go mad. Um, but uh, they currently have one larvae. One larvae. But people online think that the reason that only, they only have one larvae is they have kind of entered hibernation. Uh, Formicofusca don't have overwinter brood, meaning they don't have larvae over winter. So they may just be preparing for hibernation, which is uh, really bad, but or really not, not bad, but annoying for me as an ankeeper because they're not progressing at all. But that's just how it is. Now, the next, uh, sorry for that sound I just saw on the audio wave, it's quite a spike. Maybe my fiance edited that out, or maybe I'm editing it with her. My plan is that she's going to edit the podcast so I can get it out on a weekly basis, but uh, let's see how, how that goes. I forgot to talk about that in the intro, so uh, for you hardcore listeners still here, there you go. Aiming for every Thursday, I think. Um, yeah, that's my goal at least. Now, next on my list is my Nova Mesa Cargarelli. Now, it's quite a similar story to my uh, Campanotus Freudanus. Got them around the same time, put them in a nest, and they were doing great. They had lots of larvae, fed them, they were happy, I fed them, they were happy, fed them, happy, fed them, happy, fed them, happy. All the brood disappeared. But I fed them, they were happy, I fed them, they were happy, they were fed them, and they were happy. Still no brood. And then a worker died. Then five workers died within five days and I thought no 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 something is all wrong I'm rescued them into a test tube I just connected a test tube and they moved in without me pushing it at all I don't know what went wrong but they were not happy they were in the test tube another worker died down to three workers another worker died two another one the last worker died and it was just a queen and I looked at my Novomesa Cargarella queen looked at my Capminotus Rodanus queen and I thought well yeah this has, this has been my two first really exotic species, and they are both gonna die today, or at least soon. The Camenotus Floridanus Queen died, looked at the Nova Messer, said my goodbyes. But then one day, they had a new worker. One worker. Two workers. And right now, I was. I, I went and I actually find it sorry, they had two workers. I looked at them. They had three workers. Then one of the now one of the new workers died, so they were down to two workers. And I was like, oh no. What if the other two workers will only last a week? It was it's it it survived around one week and then it died again. But now they have four workers and a nice bright pile of brood, both in all three stages. So um, I should really do an update on them once also. So yeah, another video to add on the list. But they're not dead, quite impressively. 
Now the next colony and my final colony. Actually, I forgot about my Lacius uh, Flanders. Not too sure what they are called, but um, a Lacius species that may not be Niger because uh, it looks it's orange, but it's yellow. Also, uh, quite weird. I'll see how how it turns out when the workers arrive. But my last colony is my Fidoli Pieli. Now, uh, once again, my Fidoli Pielis, they were quite weird. Got them seven queens, uh, one was immediately dead. Uh, moved them into a... No I, no, I didn't do anything. I just gave them an outworld and everything seemed quite nice. The next... I didn't really do anything. I couldn't see anything. So the next time I recorded, they had, um, I think, tripled in numbers. But two more queens were dead, so they were down to four queens. And uh, once again, just fed them and left them alone. And... I think it's around two weeks, three weeks ago, checked on them, two more queens had died and 90% of the colony had died, so they were down to 10 workers or something and two queens. And I disconnected the outworld, gave them a new test tube setup and uh, that's how it is today. Not sure what has been going on, but ever since I got them it seems like around every month a queen have just died. Monthly, new queen did, monthly. One month passed, new queen died. This podcast is quite sad because it's just all about my dead colonies. My Lacius Niger 2020 colony is exploding. I should say that, that it's looking crazy for that. My Lacius Flavus had its ups and downs, but they're also looking quite amazing. And don't worry, guys, it's not like it's going bad for me. It's just I'm just talking about all the bad colonies I've had and all the bad moments I've had. Uh, most of my colonies are doing quite well, except my Fidoli Pieli at the moment. Fumfuska has a stop. Caminoto Circolinus has a stop. Uh, not a bad thing, just a stop. And the only colony that's really doing bad is the Fidoli Pieli. And the Nova Messer is looking quite weird. But yeah, that has been uh, 20 minutes of me talking about uh, my species. So um, I can't remember the exact number, but I think I have 30 species. Oh no, I have around what oh you know i just, I just i can count down my phone actually so i have uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve twelve different uh, colonies uh no not twelve uh what is it called it's called it's called 13 yeah because that makes sense so uh 13 colonies uh or at least 13 different species and then i have plus i think i have 19 uh, lasers niger so it's around 30 colonies in total Quite a lot, um, but yeah, that has been a little bit about my ant colonies. Now, what am I going to talk about now? Because I was expecting this to be around uh, 50 minutes, that's what I'm aiming for. And I think I have around 30 at the moment. Well, at least now you've got a little bit of an introduction to who I am again. On the ant cast, I'm known as Alex and I don't know, I think that's just how we'll be referred. Because Ant Holofer is quite a long name. I do like that Aesthetic Ants calls me uh, Holly. A little bit of a girly name, but I, I think it's quite funny that he always says uh, Holly. And um, but yeah, a little bit more about the plans for the podcast. I think, as I said, uh, doing the, my different colonies, I want to make this a weekly thing, a bit like Formicast. Now, my main focus is my YouTube channel. Then I have my Danish TikTok a little bit. I'm aiming for one video on my Danish TikTok. Uh, it's it's going okay, but uh, you you can't use that for anything as you're not Dane, or if you're Dane, uh, yeah, go go follow my TikTok. Um, but yeah, I'm aiming for still just a YouTube video every week. Uh, although this podcast will probably also be uploaded as a YouTube video, although it will just be one picture. But yeah, uh, personally, I have uh, seen a lot of podcasts on YouTube before. I decided, uh, you know, maybe I should just use. Uh, Maybe I should just go over and use the podcast app, or also known as Spotify, at least in my eyes. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm aiming uh, for a podcast every single week. Maybe it would just be me talking. Maybe I'll get aesthetic ants. I want Makushi, a few people. I, I I don't know. I really want to do a podcast with aesthetic ants. We always wanted to do that with the ant cast. Uh, ant cast. I don't know why I say ant. I just said that in the intro as well. Um, but yeah, I have been wanting to chat with them on a podcast for a while, as we have been chatting. We have been chatting quite a few times offline. I don't know if people know how good friends we are because we actually chat quite a lot. We have been following each other for a really long time on YouTube now. I think I had 400 when he kind of started to grow. And then he had 300 and then we were equal. And then he overtook me. And then he got to around 400 more than me. And I just said, you know what? No, now I'm going to follow him. So since I think he had 900 and I had 500, we've just been following each other. And to the present day, I have 1,500 and he has 2,000. And I have only lost 100 subscribers towards him or against him since last year or something. So we've been following each other really nicely. Uh, he's, like I said, he's gained 100 subscribers more than me over a four or five month period. So um, yeah, we are quite equal on YouTube stats at least. And that's also why we chat quite a lot. We are the only two and creators except for Canada that I know of at least I should not say anything at least that I know of that upload every single week and I do think that both of our videos are improving quite a lot so since my first interview with Formicast uh, last year in January I think that's the first proper interview where I sat down and chatted with people in English I, I reheard that earlier today and it was just crazy to hear my confidence or my just me chatting. It is a whole nother level today and that's also because, well, I've been chatting on Discord with quite a lot of people. I've been not, I mean, chatting with voice, that's what I mean with chatting with Wakushi, Aesthetic Ants, also a little bit with Ants Scandinavia. So um, I am I'm quite happy with uh, the progress I've made and already now just I'm feeling a lot more confident when I start, when to walk. Now, now my voice is dying. I'm feeling a lot more confident now than when the podcast started. It was a little bit awkward, I think. And then I also got a little bit tight during my colony speech. But yeah, hey ho, that's how it is. This is my first little pilot episode, and I am quite happy with how it is going right now, even though I'm still just sitting and looking at my Audacity file, recording my voice, and seeing the ups and downs from my voice. Also, uh,. It's just ended off. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I will try to make a podcast every single week. Um, hopefully, most of the time it will be a little bit of an interview, but it really depends on how much time I have because right now I use a lot of time on editing videos, and the other part of my time I use with being with my fiance, and she wants more time with me, and I get that. So that's why I made this podcast and decided that she should edit that. Then she, then she can listen to me all day. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's. Uh, Hopefully she will. Uh, hopefully she will edit it at least. Uh, I think she's currently sitting and edit it. Oh my god, it's just going so bad. That's because uh, I'm not focusing. Before I just sat and chat about ants, and now I'm not chatting about ants anymore. So uh, hey ho, let's just change the topic. Uh, one once a week is my goal. Is it possible? Let's find out in two months when uh, there's hopefully eight podcasts, or maybe there's just one, maybe three, maybe four. Let's see. What was I going to say? I can't remember now. Oh yeah, I, I remember. So I have a HyperX microphone, uh, actually the same as uh, Mr. Durka himself, aka Fomicast. 
And my microphone has like these different knobs or it has one big knob to turn up and down the volume of the microphone. And ever since I started recording my intro and outros and my voiceovers, this knob has been set to three and that has just been working perfectly for me. But then one day it was just like the knob just uh, didn't decide, I'm not gonna work anymore. And then now now my voice is on full and the microphone is not even... Yeah, it's 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 not too bad compared to this on full and I'm sitting 15 maybe 10 centimeters away from the microphone. Like uh, now now I'm all close. Now we're doing a little bit of uh, ASMR, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out again and uh, yeah. So um yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we're getting towards the end of my podcast or at least the first podcast on the on the end part. I I do my I must say I do like the end part a lot. Um. I was thinking of doing like a Holofer name because, well, I am Ant Holofer. But then again, I didn't want the podcast to be about me, although this entire podcast has been about me. But I don't want, in general, I don't want the podcast to be about me. Uh, I want to be about community, about the people, about the people I'm interviewing, the people I'm chatting with. I want it to be about Ant Keeping and not just uh, Ant Holofer. And that's why I've decided that I would rather go with a name like The Ant Pod rather than the Holifer cast or the Ant Holifer podcast or something like that. Again, in the future, I may get a co-host like the former cast did. Uh, he got a JB on the show, although JB is quite busy with work. So therefore, Durga has been a little bit alone on that front for three episodes, I think. But that is how life is. Uh, you, you can never know how life goes. And that's also why this podcast won't necessarily be a regular thing, although I want it to be a regular thing. But yeah. I think that has been the end of the podcast, and I think I can I can definitely stretch this for 10 minutes more, so uh, you sitting and listening to this, thinking, ah, uh, finally it's over, or, oh no, it can't end yet. I think I can stretch it another 10 minutes, don't you think? Let's see if we can try. So, um, yeah, future plans for my YouTube channel and for this podcast. Podcast-wise, once a week is my goal. YouTube-wise, I, I would really love to... I don't know, I, I feel like I'm improving my videos every single week. The last four or five videos has just been a step up every single time. My voiceovers are getting better and better and better. Even though I'm not scripting my voiceovers, I'm not scripting any of this. I'm not scripting this right now, I'm just chatting. That's also why it's going a little bit bad sometimes, but uh, hey-ho, that's life. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, about trying out and see how it goes, and I mean... The reason I can make 20 minute long YouTube videos every single week, or not 20, I, I don't, the reason I can make YouTube videos every single week, together with my full-time job, together with being moved out and being 20 years old with my fiance and just uh, keeping dogs, keeping cats, keeping ants, feeding ants, is that I kind of, the, the whole process of writing script is not my style. It just takes too much out of it. Actually, I did write a script for the intro of this video or this podcast, and I looked at it and th- uh, no, didn't use it at all. The only thing I double checked was uh, that I called it the end part. So yeah, that's yeah, that was one minute out of the ten minutes. I'm gonna stretch it. So uh, what else can we talk about? Well, I saw it on my screen. Future colonies for and Holifer. Currently, I'm just waiting for my leafcutter colony. Uh, <laughs> I've actually lost interest in my leafcutters quite a lot because it's just been for ever since I, it's been over a year now I think since I got the interest and built my DIY setup and since then now, I, now I'm now i almost 
wondering whether I should use the setup or not because well Wakushi is working on some quite special smart setup things uh, of course that is all in beta and testing and alpha I don't know what it's called when it's a physical object but he's currently testing that I think pretty sure um, and I would just love to uh, see that because well my system is just a heating cable that I turn on and off with a watch like a 24 hour watch that you can just tap on and off for every quarter of an hour and I did that uh, like over two months last year to correct to get the exact knot I, I, I think it ended up being half an hour turned on half an hour turned on turned turned off I mean and then it worked out being 26 degrees and around 99% humidity for all week long so um, yeah that seemed to work quite nicely but getting a smart system is uh, way better and I know Wakushi is quite a lovely man and quite a clever man and he doesn't go half into anything he goes all in I mean with the laziest night experiment 2021 and with the uh, laziest no 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 Campanotus Lignoperda experiment I chatted with him and suddenly he was just like, okay, so anyway, what do you want? Because I, I want to make this, I want to see it, I like you experimenting. I want to ex do experiments myself, but I don't have time to document it because I have a store to run. And because you don't you worry, I will be the experiment guy you, you need. And uh, so yeah, don't you worry if you're listening uh, all the way. I don't know, I have an, I, th I think you are listening together with maybe Ant Antic. And that's the two stars I'm pretty sure that listening. Although if we look at Formicast, maybe the ant lady will also listen. Pormo asked maybe. And maybe uh, Utah Anshop, although I think Durka and Utah Anshop are not on too much of a speaking uh, front anymore. Also, um, something uh, totally different while we try to get the last, um, what is it, four minutes now? Five minutes. Aesthetic wants uh, the urban ant keeper to try to make these ant news and regarding uh, whether that will happen, yes or no, I'm not sure. Currently I am in a state where I pretty much watch all micro, micro ant keeper, ant keeping YouTubers. I mean I watch stands and you know I can just grab my list because there's quite a few. Although I will only say the people with and in the front of the name because else I have to look all through all my subscribers. I am currently subscribed to Amazing Ants, Ant Colonies of Earth, Ant Farm, Ant Holifer, Ant Invention, Ant Lab, Ant Kit, Antman UK, Antopia HQ, Ants and the Colonialist, Ants Adventure, Ants Anatomy, Ants and Pets, Ants Australia, Ants Britannia, Ants Denmark, Ants England, Ants for Beginners, Ants Hollow, Ants Hood, Ants India, Ants International, Ants Junior, Ants Manitoba, Ants of Whis Windsor, Ants on a Rock, Ants Only, Ants Portugal, Ants Scandinavia, Ants Scotland, Ants Serbia, Ants UK, Ants Canada, Ants Gapes, Ants Luxembourg, Ants Thor, Ants Vienna, Ants Venom. No, I think that's a Minecraft channel, maybe. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, uh, Aqua Ants and Oz Ants. Aussie Ants as well. Shall we just look through? Maybe I'm skipping some uh, because, well, they are not Ant in the front name. Let's just see if anyone uh, pops up. Uh, D Colony is also a colony, or it's also somebody I'm subscribed to. Uh, Aesthetic Ants, of course. Let's see, let's see. Formicast Podcast. Friends. Francis Aru Ants. Again, sorry if I'm missing a few. I think it's just because I'm skipping them if I don't recognize the logo. Uh, let's see, let's see. Anything else with an ant? KB Ants. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Kings Aquariums and Ant World, 
It's also on the list. Let's talk ants. Although I don't think they've ever done a video. Oh, okay, they've done two videos. That's uh, that's uh, my rival podcast, definitely. Uh, yeah, we are we are rivaling as much as the Antcast is uh, rivaling me right now. Uh, saying that as a co-host of the Antcast. What else do we have? My Living World Ants, Myrmidon Nation, Nordic Ants, Novo Ants, Observing Ants, Philippines. Uh, what else? Panic One C Seven Seven Seven. Although he's more known as Ants Italia today, I don't watch his Italian videos. Also, I don't watch Ants Checks Check. Checky, checky videos, uh, because my dyslexia just makes me hate reading. I just can't read subtitles. Uh, I mean, I can, but I just end up just staring and not listening at all. Uh, so yeah, sorry, Ants Check. I am not following your Checkies Checkies channel. Um, what else? We have Pomo Arts and um, Rob J and. Um, Stan's Ant is also here. Uh, the Ant Network, the Ant Caving YouTuber, the Ant Warrior, the Ant Cast. Um, let's see what else pops up. Uh, the Wild Martin, another Ant Caver. Uh, Tropical Ants is another. The Urban Organisms, the Urban Organs. Er, yep. Virtual Ants. And uh, th that was everything. So I may have skipped a few because, uh, well, I've just uh, been reading through a long list of people I currently subscribe to. I don't know how uh, how to check how many I'm subscribed to. I'm guessing uh, probably like 300 people. And that means I watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, yeah, all day, all night, YouTube is my life. Yeah, I wake up at 4 a.m. Oh no, 4.40, then snooze, then 4.10. No, I wake up at 4.40, then snooze, then I wake for real up at 4.50, go to the toilet, brush my teeth, have a little morning poop, and watch some YouTube, head over to work, sit at work eating my breakfast while... I think it's called breakfast. Yeah, it's called breakfast. And then we have lunch, and then we have dinner. Yeah, I finally remember, I always forgot dinner. But yeah, over at work, eating my breakfast, watching even more YouTube, and then I uh, don't watch YouTube before I go to sleep again. But then I also watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, but yeah, my conclusion was that... Um, if, it's, if the Urban Antkeeper never does his ant news, I think I am semi-qualified to do a little bit of the ant news, at least on the podcast-wise, because, well, I'm hoping for this podcast to be kind of weekly. Uh, meaning if, uh, if the Urban Antkeeper doesn't do it, I can give it a little bit of a shot. But, you know, we will see how that all goes. Now, the time now on my raw recording says 50 minutes, and when it said 51 minutes, I said I could push this for 10 minutes longer, so uh, we are getting to the end, so don't you worry to all of those out there who was wondering, oh no, he can't make it, he did, Mr. Alex himself did say 10 minutes of useless knowledge, and congratulations, you have now been 10 minutes richer of useless knowledge, or I mean if you uh, heard all the ant names, most of all of these ant keeping YouTubers I follow are active, I mean, I also said people like Ants Scandinavia and Ants. What else should we say? I don't know. Ants Pretend. Two YouTubers that are not too active. Um, but yeah, I think it's time to round this podcast up for real. I was aiming for 40 to 50. It currently says 51 on the raw recording. So yeah, it was. Uh, it's been quite a nice uh, first podcast. I mean, it was been a little bit up and down, a little bit sad, but we wanted those sad feelings in the podcast, didn't we all? Yeah, it's been a little up and down, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this interview with Ants Scandinavia and Ants Britannia. It is currently Wednesday, 
and I'm aiming to record that or we have plans to record it Monday evening. So hopefully this then goes out on Thursday and the Ants Britannia Ants uh, Ants Britannia Plus Ants Scandinavia interview goes out Thursday the week after. Yeah, that makes sense because this podcast does not come out tomorrow evening. Or maybe it does, it's currently the 25th of August. If you are listening to this 26th of August, well, uh, then I somehow did it together with my fiance, hopefully. Uh, So yeah. Anyway, I don't have an outro because this is my first ever first ever podcast so yeah i'll just be um i just, just want to say yeah thank you for listening i can't believe you have uh, stood up and not stood up you may have sat down i can't believe you have you have heard the entire podcast of me just uh, sitting chatting about myself and uh, my life and um, but yeah that is what i want this podcast to be about Ho- hopefully i have another podcast member to chat about my life with though but uh yeah also one final thing when I'm chatting with um, Ants Britannia and Ants Scandinavia, I want it to be a bit more, not like harsh, but I want to get a little bit more than why are you not uploading? I'm busy at work. What work? How busy? Are you working in the background or is it total stop? Like I want to get a little bit more detailed questions, not not like in a bad way for them, but just uh, so we get a little bit more knowledge than oh they are working. I mean, it isn't a good excuse, um, but I'm just curious. What work? How much? Is it because ankeeping is not a priority, or um, how is everything going? A little bit, a bit more. I don't know, a bit more. Wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for listening. I will stop the recording now. This is a little bit like my live streams, where it just keeps going on, and on, and on, and on. But yeah, I've been like really happy with this podcast. I must say, uh, can't wait to do the next one. Hopefully with ants. Scandinavia ads and 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 Britannia and hopefully I won't say and but I will hopefully say the and podcast oh no no just the and pod yeah anyway thank you all for listening and bye